come with us now, if you dare, down a rickety staircase into a dank, dark basement. What awaits the Saturday Night Freak Show? <laughs> and welcome back to the Saturday Night Freak Show, and welcome all you new listeners on TuneIn Radio. Thanks for listening to our podcast. And welcome. My name's Colin, and I'll be joined by a bunch of freaks tonight, including... Brent. Tom. Travis. And we're watching Tom's pick tonight of uh, movies. Tonight, Tom showed us... What'd you show us? Rain of Fire. Rain of Fire. Rain of Fire. Rain of Fire. Actually, crap. Wait. Okay, yeah, this was 2002. Rain of Fire. So it's... Uh, it's We're pitting dragons against uh, humans in a post-apocalyptic uh, England starring Christian Bale, Matthew McConaughey, and Isabella Scorpio. Scorpio. Gerard Butler. Scor- Gerard Butler. You can't forget Gerard Butler. Can't forget Yeah, him. kind of a, a scrawny Gerard Butler. Yeah, that's too. like pre-300, like before you knew who Gerard Butler was. I won't say he had done like Dracula 2000 and maybe like Tomb Raider, oh, the second shit. Tomb Raider yeah, movie right. before this. Once again, Gerard Butler, before you knew who he was. <laughs> Wait, who was he in Dracula 2000? He was Dracula. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I want to say that was the first time I like saw Gerard Butler in a movie. It was either that or Tomb Raider, one of those. And I'm like, this guy is going to be a movie star, and sure enough. Yeah. It was Dracula 2000 with Vitamin C. Yeah. 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 And Jerry Ryan. Yeah. And uh, Christopher Plummer. <laughs> yeah. With Van Helsing. Oh, yeah. Quality stuff. Yeah. So, why did you pick this movie... Tom. Well, you know, like, Reign of Fire has actually always been, like, a, I don't know, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a guilty pleasure movie for me. Like, when I saw it, it's like, it's got fucking dragons, man. Tanks versus <laughs> dragons. I mean, it's like, the dragon. theater i mean like this movie's like just sheer awesomeness like on paper and this movie to me after i get it's like i used to judge all movies on what i would like to call the rain of fire scale a movie is either better than rain of fire or worse than rain of fire so and you're in the scale rain of fire is the central movie yeah. That everything else is measured up to. Yeah. So you're saying that Rain of Fire Rain of Fire is the middle. It's like the uh, yeah, it's, it's it's, the baseline. Yeah, it's the it's baseline. It's the average. Yeah, it's the average. I mean I gotta say for I mean and I do think it's kind of an average movie, personally. I mean I love dragons, I love dragon movies. I think this is a little eh, lackluster on the action side. I mean it's t- I mean like But at the same time it doesn't fall under like the cheap tricks to get you to like characters it doesn't go for like a love story it doesn't go for you know it, it doesn't, doesn't it doesn't, doesn't do fail. this average stuff that that most average movies would do it still sticks to the like hey you know we're talking about dragons we got something to do here we got a goal i wish the goal was a little bit more important in the movie uh, <laughs> you know yeah. it's a little bit about like the downtime between dragon attacks you know it's like eh. Well, that's what I was kind of wondering if it was the lack of some of those, you know, things that you mentioned that, like, you know, made it kind of drag a little bit, like, toward the end. Uh, See, I think if they would have had more of a plan, if they had to have more of a plan to kill the dragons, that would have made up, like, you didn't need the, the, I love you, 
the, yeah, you don't see, need I mean, that. Like, they, it's they about dragons. Because it's just Van Zandt going like with the American just badass where you're just like, we're going to bring down the beast. That's all we need to do is bring <laughs> and, down the beast. And, and he's got that swagger to it. I mean, that's why like the plan failed is because his plan of attack is just like, yeah, we're just going to, you know how we're going to kill dragons? We're just going to have dudes just jump out of a helicopter and hope they get the dragon on the way down. And then I'm going to just, like, you know. Well, I mean, that's why that's why this movie, you know, at least, I mean, like I said, this movie could be better, but that's why it works without all the cheap uh, character ploys involving people's relationships and all the stuff that, you know, a template script would try to make you relate to the characters. But it, it at least has the fact that Christian Bale is all about hiding and, you know, standing still, not really having any plan of attack, just trying to, like, just stay alive, you know, hide underground, where where uh, Matthew, McConaughey's, uh, Matthew McConaughey's character is the exact opposite, where all he wants to do is go, 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 and fight, fight, fight. And then, you know, both these guys, you know, kind of get their their, you know, peace of mind when, uh, when, you know, it's like both their way lives kind of fail. So even in the end, they kind of just do, uh, Gus Van Sant's, uh, they do the yeah, Matthew do McConaughey Van plan. Yeah. They have to <laughs> yeah. go ahead Once and the hero has nothing left to we lose. You gotta bring down the beast. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta bring down the well, beast. And here's an issue with like what Travis saying, the plot of this movie, when they do explain it. And a lot of movies do this where they're like, based on this one theory, we believe that there's only one male out there, and the male is impregnating all the females, right? That's just a theory, though. So, I mean, but in... The, the world over. In the, the, they're talking about. Right, like yeah. Like, millions of dragons, apparently, that we Appar- never see. Apparently. And they, at some point in the world of this movie, that becomes the law. Yes, there's only one. One male. So when we take that one male down, it'll all be over. Well, it's all, that, it's all theory, so... I mean, there, there's hope for the future. Like, I mean, even 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 in the philosophy of even if there's, like, because they're communicating with France, so like maybe it's a, a, under a theory of like maybe there's only a few males. So it's like if we kill all the males, then we have a chance. Well, they did. I mean, because didn't they find that out when because uh, the the American uh, uh, army group is from Kentucky or whatever, and he's got his story about taking down the dread. I mean. So I kind of just imagine that that's where they figured out that whole male. Yeah, they took down two hundred. They took down two hundred dragons. If I'm remembering what line of dialogue yeah, she had yeah, at one that's point, what she said. it's like we've dealt with two hundred of them. Like Jesus Christ, is that <laughs> and they were all female? Is where where does that take place? Just over their travels, they've taken down two hundred of these. Yeah, from their track from because uh, they they. You know, looked at the history and backtracked it to yeah, London. Like, yeah, yeah we the, gotta that go was to the England. That's the original outbreak. Which that's the scene that happens at the beginning of so the So it's pretty much where... like the alien, the the alien, the queen alien uh, right, idea. Yeah. <laughs> the fact right. that, you yeah. know, you find this one thing that spawns hundreds, you take that out. But, you know, <clears throat> I mean, this this is like my one problem with this movie. Because, like, yeah, the lack of, the lack of... <laughs> things to do you didn't find that out until like oh my god almost like what 30 or 40 minutes into the movie where it's just like here's our idea about the male thing you know and i look for that scene in every movie you know especially when it's an action movie the the scene well exactly sci-fi action whatever the scene i'm waiting for is the i mean it's the plot scene because really all these sci-fi movies all these things they do they do really big ideas on very low budgets so it's all about implanting the seed of imagination to it's like 
here's the thing. We've taken down all these dragons, and we've noticed there's only the male. Yeah. And the, so that's setting up the plot. That is what the movie is about. The goal yeah. is take down the male dragon. But that didn't even come into the movie until like yeah, but those, I, I mean a Sid half. Field, and a, you ever heard of was it Sid Field? Sid Mead. He was a, a guy who wrote a book on how to write a screenplay, basically. And it's like there's Act One, Act Two, Act Three. Act One is approximately twenty pages or twenty minutes. Then you know, so that's your introduction. You start everything up, and about 20 minutes into the movie, that's when you hit up with, like, okay, here's what we need to do in the second half of the movie, and then, like, that collapses, you know, and then the hero rises, that's your third But act. that doesn't I mean, work if you don't fill like, up that act one. If you don't fill up that well, act one. they did with one. the, uh, they, they yeah. took the dragons down, and there was the there was a dragon attack, and, like, it set up the world, which I thought was really cool, because this movie, like, exists in, like, a... It looks like a Dragon medieval kind of yeah, but it's it's post apocalyptic, but it looks medieval. I mean, it's like ever the survivors have become a community. They they're taking refuge in a castle. So you know, in the English countryside, it looks like they're almost like a monastic order. They're all wearing hoods. You know, all the kids are dressed like yeah. choir children. You know, I mean, it really does kind of look like you know. I'm, I was almost missing like swords. Yeah, it really you know, but was. they had axes and stuff like that. I mean, it looks very you know Middle Ages. And yeah. then like the tanks come rolling in, and there's dragons. But even the like, tanks only shot arrows. You know, they only had the arrow guns. They were really, I mean, the tanks were really almost just like protection armor. They were really just armored vehicles. They yeah. weren't used as artillery. You know. Yeah, I just thought that was like that's the thing. Like I think you know, in my own opinion of this movie it's like it's the the look and the feel of it and just like the physicality of it and the tough guyness yeah. of it like carries this a long way and then like you look at the plot and the characters and it's like yeah there's not really a whole lot there you know yeah, i mean yeah, like yeah. the characters are really under underwritten i think there was a, i don't know if you ever watched uh deep space nine i think the star trek show well, uh Bashir, well, dr Bashir is like in this movie and he's the radio dude and I'm like, is he supposed to have, like, a character that does something? Because, like, every time you cut to him, he's just listening to the radio. Yes. He's got, yeah, like, he's no, got, like no plan. I'm like, did yeah. they cut his part out? <laughs> like, what happened there? Yeah, you keep waiting for him to do something. Mm-hmm. He's just like, well, I guess his, his job, really, is to listen for when... Uh, well, I mean, but I. Uh, but I'm thinking. Well, when the when the military tries to take the siege on the dragons, he's the one that hears the fact yeah. that they get wiped out, and and dude gets on his horse. I mean, so I guess they at least set up the fact that he listens to the radio. But yeah, like I said, this movie. I mean, it, like you know, you you know, I just don't think it needed that much. I mean, I think they did such a good job. Showing that you know you don't necessarily need a lot of backstory to all these characters. This guy's awesome American dragon slayer. This is the lady that flies the the thing, and you know Christian Bale's got the fullest character. He's got the oh I was a little kid yeah, and I saw yeah, the yeah. dragon. My yeah. mom killed it, you know, or was killed by my mom. Blah, blah. And yeah, so he's got the character arc. He's got he he's go got the character. Fight, fight fear but and... I think the American is so charismatic that he kind of like trumps the Christian Bale character who's he's the main character but that guy's so awesome just cause he I mean he looks like a crazy post-apocalyptic guy you know a bald head a beard some sort of a flight jacket with the arms cut yeah, off yeah, 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 yeah. you know so he's got the yeah, furry the collar the oh yeah the character design the, yeah. the character design and is awesome battle axe fucking <laughs> yeah and, and they the just beard. everybody's got beards yeah. like these awesome like fucking beards and yeah. stuff. so like you know if they had if they just had more stuff to do it's like this movie's very heavy on concept mm-hmm. they just needed more 
sequences. Yeah, they yeah. needed more. See, I think it's the they're, what they're missing is the character. I think that's it. I think and that would have given them those sequences. It's like you need to have more. That just would have given the them like violin sequences, where know. it's just like you know, I, I got to get choked up about my past, and you got to get choked up about your past, and we relate to our dragon. Our death of our dragon. Uh, you don't have to family. go that way. No, you but, don't. I mean, but that's you know how they that's, would. Yeah, that's yeah. how they well, would. Yeah. That's why I'd rather not even have those and have like good like dragon sequences. Let's chase something with a tank. Yeah, well, that's, like, well, that's where you run into I guess the budget or something. Because I'm like thinking right. back, like there wasn't really a. Okay, so let me ask you this: uh, when the original poster, I don't know if you guys remember. Yeah, I do remember the original when the poster. poster of this came out. It's like the poster shows like. I don't know, like a flock of dragons, like burning the shit out of London. Did I mean, like, what were your expectations the first time you saw this movie? Fucking dragons, like <laughs> fucking, not, like. I mean, that's the thing. Like, that's why. And I, I guess like, were you movie, served by what your expectations is, were? I mean, that's why it's like the Reign of Fire scale. To me, it's a guilty pleasure movie. Like, I mean, it's it, it's not a classic by any any stretch of the magic. I don't think it's going to be heralded as a classic, but to me, it's just it's just special because I don't know. I mean, it's got some of the best dragon fucking sequences. I mean, these dragon sequences are pretty fucking cool. Yeah, <laughs> but there's just fewer of them than I guess. That's maybe what my point was. Is that there's there's fewer scenes with dragons in this movie than I remember. You know, and you go back and you watch it like. Shit, there's not really that many dragons in this. And then I'm like, the poster showed like fucking dragons all over the place, and that's like implied, but you don't actually get to see it, you know? Yeah, you're I mean, they, Well, it feels like I mean they're they're treating the dragons like an animal, where a lot of dragon movies treat the dragons as this villain, mm-hmm. this you know almost super villain. Um, I think that it's more realistic the way that they did it. I don't know that it's better. Um, I was a little bit disappointed going back to the movie poster. I would have liked to see the destruction of these towns instead of seeing it through a montage, which is cool, but you see it through a montage of, oh, like, like, Time Magazine and, you know, the big newspapers. I think Travis and said it best, I think. Well, this movie this movie needs a, a, a prequel. Well, and even, like, it's yeah, that... Dragon that, Apocalypse. That would be great. Green <laughs> fire, dragon apocalypse. Direct to video. Direct but, to video. Like even on like like the cover of Time magazine during this montage, like how do they get that shot? London's burning. Like, would you really still be printing this magazine? Like, <laughs> well, I mean, Time magazine. It's American. It, show, it, like big, well, big it started. Time. It started in England, so they would have gotten the first. Uh, yeah, but it's know, like a helicopter shot of like Big Ben with like on fire with a bunch of dragons, like, like shadowy dragons. Yeah, I think, I think that, that's a painting. It, no, it could be no a way, it could no be a satellite they, shot or something. There's no way they could. It could be a satellite <laughs> shot. But apparently, I mean, according but, to this movie, man, the dragon apocalypse has already began. So, listeners out there, <laughs> watch for the sky. He's, he's watching oh, the skies. Yeah, but I mean, that's how you, the looking at the news clippings. That is what I thought was awesome. It's like this is how you make a, a low budget, awesome fantasy movie. Is you know, I don't know things if this like movie was that low budget. I mean, I must have. But you know, what I mean, I mean it, pretty low budget for the concept. And like you said, look at the poster, then look yeah, at the actual yeah. movie. It's like 
you guys almost like mock, you like mock bustered me in a way. You know, it's like you guys gave me this awesome idea of like, whoa. He's got yeah. a badass. And then you were really artistic about how you, yeah. you, you did the. And that's uh, what throws me because it seems like such a low budget film, but then you got McConaughey, yeah. you got you know Christian Bale, you've got Gerard Butler. Gerard well, Butler. before they were anybody, yeah, but Christian Bale was he was Bale, what? He, he was he had to have been newsies. No, he no, was, uh, yeah, I mean McConaughey. He I think was, that came after this. Was it? Because that's where he went Got on the big. trick to being like a. He was an American serious... psycho. He was a. Uh, I think. Yeah, yeah I was this before or after America? What? Uh, this was 2002, right? Yeah, someone's American got a cat psycho in Google, uh, Christian Bale. Yeah, I think this was after American Psycho then. Captain Google. Captain Google. Uh, yeah, you got Alice Cridge well, in there. Here, yeah, okay. Um, I, Joffrey's well, in there. Joffrey. <laughs> we'll talk Un- about that. Uncredited. <laughs> yeah. Um,. But real quick, uh, going back to the beginning of this movie, what is your guys' take on the... I mean, obviously the first dragon is that male dragon. Um, do you see that as he's awoken in the darkness? Or that he is just, you know, he was just birthed and now he's, you know, mature and ready to... No, he w- they were sleeping. The dragon was sleeping were, okay. and then the humans, whatever digging they were doing below... Because, yeah, they were always doing that in uh, the London Underground. I mean, I saw Quatermass in the pit. There's aliens down there. Yeah. In uh, Raw Meat, there was, like, cannibals. Yeah. There's always some shit living around in the yeah, underground. The they, they dig like a new, a new that's, annex. That's yeah. the old world, man. That's <laughs> the old reason, world. And then the there's dragons. Terrible, a terrible, yeah. terrible yeah. place. I thought, I, I don't know. Yeah, I guess I thought they were sleeping because I'm like, how does this thing survive? Like how many years? <laughs> are we they talking said it was about? hibernating. <laughs> they said they they caused they basically doesn't have to eat or anything. It just can hang out in the caves. Well, yeah, it, they've been hibernating ever since. I must yeah, have they, missed that. Uh, well, since they burned age. the dinosaurs, I mean, that's yeah, like, they oh, that's killed right. the dinosaurs yeah. and all the ash brought on the well, ice age. Well, I think some of them came out during the Middle Ages. That's where the folk tales uh, of perhaps. men fighting the dragons. Yeah, that's right. when it like died off. Yeah, because they used to fight the dragons. And that's really what I was hoping more of this movie. I thought, oh, this is going to be like a nice like modern-day take on the knights that go out and fight the dragons, you know? I think it was. I mean, eh, well, yeah. Well, that's what it was, because you got the, it's the monks, right, who live in the castle, and then the knights are the Americans yeah, that I mean, show up. Ra- but they were very, like, uh, like... the tank like a horse, you know? Yeah. He's got the battle axe. They don't, they don't bother to use the actual tank gun. They use, like, Well, because they don't have the artillery. They're, you know, they're, like, 12 years after the fall of man. Yeah. They don't have the artillery. That's why they just use arrows. But they still have plenty of Plenty fuel. of bullets. <laughs> plenty <laughs> of fuel and bullets. Well, they were complaining about it, but they still had it all. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I think where they get the dragon fuel, or they, where they get the fuel from, is they could probably use dragon. But where oh, did they get the that from? Yeah, because well, well, they, they killed like, they killed two hundred of them. They killed them, but they said it was more of like a napalm, right? They didn't yeah. really say it was gasoline no, they said, or they nothing. Said two unidentified chemicals. Something and something make napalm. So I suppose you could use dragon, yeah, dragon spit to fuel your. But really, okay, even even with the budget, how much money would it have cost to basically go anywhere and be like, you got any garbage that we can burn? <laughs> you know, really, they just had to rent land enough yeah. to place garbage on yeah. to have it look burnt, really. Once I mean, the, the production yeah. design in this movie is like, I swear to God, I mean, it's like top notch. I mean, it's awesome. I'm looking at everything. I'm like, so they had to go and they make everything right here look all crispy. You know, it's like they had to go and do, I mean, it really does have that, you know, mixture of that awesome burnt out post-apocalyptic and mm. the, the 
medieval, you know? Everybody's carrying around torches. I just, the photography, I thought was, like, fucking phenomenal, yeah, you know? Yeah, I mean, yeah, it really, yeah. like, just, it was a super... was a little bit off, because there, there, were, there were quite a few scenes. There, there were a few scenes that, I like, I saw that I noticed that are, like... Like, there's, there's a scene where, like, um, the guy from Deep Space Nine comes in and he's like, Queen, there's an emergency! Oh, my God! And it's like, that just feels like it's, like, a deleted scene. Yeah, because then it immediately cuts to, like, out. that takes place at night when they're celebrating. Right. They're celebrating that the dragon was taken down or whatever, and, like, so he's like, emergency! And then they go outside, and it's, like, dawn or daytime or whatever, and uh, Van Zandt is, like, conscripting... Yeah, so that, that just seemed like, it's like, like what? what? There's a deleted well, scene. Well, there's another scene, too. I don't know if you caught this. Like, the scene where uh, somehow they're using these, like, three spikes on the ground to, like, produce some kind of te- telemetry so they can, you know, have a 3D map of, like, where the dragon is and their aerial jumpers that are trying to bag it. There's this guy in a motorcycle, and he's, like, planting these things, and he rides up a hill, and then it, like, cuts into the radio dude. The radio dude. He's like, oh... And he's, like, hearing the guy get killed, but we don't actually see it. Right. And then it's just, like, it cuts back and there's some smoke. They reuse a couple of Matthew McConaughey's lines. Like, you know, so-and-so, where are you? What are you doing? It's like he is asking that question, like, for 20 minutes after the guy's, like, clearly dead. You know? <laughs> and I'm like, what the f- what happened here? There's some kind of weird... They're pulling a weird editing trick yeah, to, like, they, cover they, that yeah. they're there's, missing something. There's, there's quite there's a few... the budget. Things. They were missing the budget. <laughs> and there was another scene where, like, the kid's like, oh, I'm gonna leave, and then he leaves, and then, like, it cuts to the tank, and they're pr- then it cuts back to him, like... And then it cuts back to Quinn in the, in the, you know, in the fields. I'm like, does this scene, like... Well, yeah, I think that scene was poorly constructed. <clears throat> I don't think that there's <clears throat> excuse me. I don't think there's anything missing there, but I think that it's just a poorly paced scene because you see this big, you know, Quinn doesn't want this like the main kid to leave because he's going to be the leader of the future. For and he kind of sees him as as a son. He sees him as a son. See, there you go. There's some character in there. Yeah, but for <laughs> Quinn. <laughs> <laughs> they they, right. they try and trick you by showing you the tanks leaving after. So the kid says that he's going to go with the tanks and go to London and take on the main baddie. And the next thing you see is the tanks leaving. But they never show the kid on the tanks. And then there's a scene in the garden where the kid's actually there. And, you know, he's staying because of because, because Quinn's, who is played by Christian Bale, obviously, uh, his words were so powerful that he made the kid stay and live this life of, no, I can't even remember. I, I thought maybe there was something else that took place in that scene that we needed to learn, and like that was why that scene was there. I don't know. Maybe. Well, there, I mean, there was uh, another. I'm weird, having that memory. There, there but was I can't another weird what. scene, like you know, uh, Travis pointed out where it's like, ah, why didn't they like, you know, where was the bird at? And it's because like the bird got drafted, but you never really. This is the bird they used to, when like, the dragon attacks. <clears throat> Because uh, Christian Bale's character is worried that if they go after the male dragon, the male dragon will just come back to the village and and burn the village down, right? <clears throat> and so when the dragon actually does, you know, this actually does happen. Throughout the whole movie, they had a hawk that would that would give them a like a like a, a warning that that the dragon was coming. And yeah, I didn't understand. I was like, well, where the hell was this bird? <laughs> and he had been drafted by uh, the military guys, but yeah, I didn't see that. I just didn't see it. 
Well, another they didn't make that important. Like yeah. the, the, the dragon wipes out the convoy. And so, like, after he wipes out the convoy, all that's left is the pilot, Matthew McConaughey, but then they show, like, a couple other survivors, too, because obviously one of the archangels had been in the, the chopper, right? That's true, yeah. And and even when they when they when the the company comes back to yeah, there's like a hundred guys or something, right? And yeah, they they, they, they they pull out they pull, they open the door and it's like Matthew McC- or Matthew McConaughey, the woman, and there's still like oh, three yeah, dudes yeah, yeah, behind yeah. him, and it's like then the next shot is well the three it looks like it's just the three of us going to London. Yeah, like it's like it's like oh, after they open the door, it's boom, they're in London, and somehow it's only Matthew McConaughey, the woman, and the girl. Like, what happened to the rest of your crew? <laughs> they, well, you I don't mean, want to pay them when you're already over budget for your CG dragon movie. So right, it's yeah. like, well, let's just you know. Hmm. I, I thought it. Oh, I, well, I just took that to mean that they all got burnt to a crisp. But I, I guess I mean, if you go back yeah, and look they at it, get, they didn't get burnt. or they got injured. They all didn't get burnt, burnt but this. injured. Maybe their legs are burnt up. They just didn't cover it. There's more holes in this movie than the male's <laughs> the male dragon's wings. Yeah, I was gonna. How the fuck's a male dragon take off? Got but that's like wing, a pretty fucking cool looking dragon design. I yeah. thought with that whole, it's got like the tattered wing kind like of thing. That, it's like yeah. uh, there's a couple shots of that thing, like you know, just kind of hanging in midair as it's flapping its wings, burning you know these tanks or burning the the uh, the castle. With its fire breath, yeah, it's yeah. Just like, when it lands that on looks the fucking castle, awesome. The like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's a bad idea. So, of all like uh, dragon designs in movies, I mean, are we saying that this is like, I mean, what you know? I'd say Dragon Slayer because this really does just take off of Dragon Slayer. The, the, the Dragon Slayer dragon. These dragons look exactly like the Dragon Slayer dragons, even to the point where their hands are the wing. You know, yeah, yeah, they crawl yeah. with yeah, their hands. I this is the Dragon Slayer dragon because that is the coolest dragon for in movie history. And that was well, like a medieval kind of. Oh, for sure. That was like what a nineteen eighty two movie. I just I don't want to forget about Beowulf. No, they had a fucking awesome cool dragon. dragon in it. Yeah, I mean at the end there with the yeah cutting his throat open to, and have to grab the heart. Oh yeah, it was good stuff. Spoiler alert. Yep. Well, I mean, you, you got the dragons that use their. Like a bat, or the wings almost. is the hands, like almost like a bat. And then you got the dragons from like uh, I know Harry Potter had like the kind of good dragons where you had like the it's like a more like a lizard. And they've got they've got legs uh, they uh, got, that are, four legs. Yeah, they got four, oh, four and, legs yeah, and they separate got four wings. Legs and separate wings. I don't even remember. I mean, I remember thinking that scene was really cool. And what was that? The Goblet of Fire. Well, I mean, there, there's the one in the Goblet of Fire, and then there's one in I think the last movie too. But like, like I mean, like. You know, the dragon and the hobbit's going to have four wings, too. Mm. You know, I mean, like... Most, four legs? Or four legs. I mean, most typical dragons are the dragon with the four legs and then the two wings. It's just like a giant lizard with, like, wings. Lizard with wings. I, I gotta tell you, I kind of like the the uh, arms being attached to the wings. I like the bat-like. The bat-like one? Yeah, yeah it's like, they're already awesome. What the hell do they need to be four-legged for? What are they... You know, they're already kick-ass. It, it feels more realistic. Like, this could be a real-life creature. Well, I mean, they actually... I mean, that's what's kind of cool about, like, Reign of Fire is that they actually kind of go into it and, like, explain, like, you know, it's not just some magical thing. It's like, we're going and explaining, like, okay, here's how the... 
the fireworks. Here's how they can breathe fire. Right, exactly. Like, it's like spitting two things. Oh, and, and the ash. Can they only eat ash from living things? I don't, I don't understand. I don't get the thing. eating ash thing. Yeah, I really I don't. don't. Yeah, I mean, maybe weird. they just need a reason, like, why would <laughs> dragons burn things? Yeah, that, 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 like, that, is a, that is a weird, weird excuse. Yep, the so whole world not, is ash, but they're uh, starving at the end. Like, what? No, yeah, know. why would they eat other dragons if they eat ash? Uh, I want to point out, I was, uh, don't judge me, I was watching a little bit of the 1998 Godzilla the other night, and uh, I think they say that it's two chemicals in the mouth that produce his... The, the what oh, no, Godzilla? No, no, no. The 98 Godzilla? The Matthew Broderick Godzilla? I'm going to take that back because he doesn't actually breathe fire. Yeah, he doesn't. Yeah, I was he breathes say, that can't on be... something and like it explodes and that becomes like fire breath. There is a cartoon from uh, Rankin and Bass, the same people that did uh, Hobbit, uh, The Last Unicorn. They did a movie called The Flight of Dragons. It's actually based off of two books. One book is called uh, A Flight of Dragons. The other one is actually kind of like a weird history of dragons where... It really it goes into a like a deep explanation on how they fly and how they get the spark and how they you know I mean yeah. it's yeah, it, I, yeah. I really want to get that book. Movie. I watched like a weird History Channel documentary. It was like like History Channel. It's gotta be true. It was like History <laughs> Channel. It was like dragons, how they really existed, and like how like, <laughs> how, like really existed, and how the, they breathe fire, and how they went extinct, and yeah, it was just like wow. This sure. is really in depth on the History Channel. <laughs> well, we're forgetting a uh, uh, Dragonheart too. Yeah, no, we're not. We're, <laughs> no, let's hope everybody's forgetting yeah, Dragonheart. Yeah, yeah. Sean Connery. That's like dragon. you should never have. Like okay, like even for the new Hobbit, I hope Smog talks because I believe in talking dragons, but I do not believe in CG like the lips matching the words. It just looks too human, and it doesn't sell. The fact that a dragon can talk multiple tongues, you know, it just mm. looks fucking weird. It just looks too Bugs Bunny. It's like, this guy's not a dragon anymore. He's my pal. He's fucking <laughs> Dino the Last Dino, or Denver the Last Dinosaur, yeah. <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. But, so, yeah, I'm really worried about that. Yeah. I That's the same heart. problem I had with uh, Dinosaurs, the Disney movie. <laughs> they, they, Yeah, they talked and everything, and, you know, they had these relationships, but they would get in these fights, and they would get, like, black eyes like humans, you know, and get, like, raspberries on the face. What just the like are you humans. talking about? Wait, you know, that, don't remember that, that show? Dinosaurs? Not the show, the movie. Oh, the no, wait, they didn't talk in Dinosaurs, the movie? Yeah, they did. The the Disney movie? I thought that was like a, kind of a silent movie where they just acted as animals. That's no, I thought that, that would have been yeah. awesome. There was the show I haven't seen. That's what one. I was hoping for. Wow. Not a baby. I thought, not weird. The, yeah. Don't hit the baby. Or... <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. The Sinclairs. Yeah. Oh my god. It was yeah. Dinosaur Family Guy. Not Our the Family mama? Matters is what that was. Yeah. That's all it was. Was Dinosaur <laughs> Family <laughs> Matters. It was fucking. Oh, or the Flintstones. You know what I mean? But oh, so. I don't know, yeah, dragons. There's, I mean, there's really a lack of good dragon material in movies, you yeah, know? We that, really that, only that, have... I've always been bummed about, because, like, I love dragons. Hard to do, hard and to budget. There, there, ain't, there ain't a lot of dragon well, movies. Let me let me throw this out to you, then, because I thought this was odd, but, uh, okay, so prior to this movie, uh, we were trying to figure out some kind of, like, dragon-themed uh, dessert to have tonight <laughs> with our dinner, and uh, my wife came up with uh, these little cupcakes... And I said, we well, should put, like, dragon scales on them. And she's like, well, what color do you want them? I'm like, well, green. 
And she's like, oh, because, you know, I mean, I know all certain dragons are all certain sort of colors. Yeah. I'm like, what? Yeah. I'm like, I, I keep thinking of them as a lizard. What? They're green. And but uh, even see, look I mean, at, look I'm at, used to, I'm used to, I'm used to red. Red. Well, that's because, uh, like, right now, he's wearing a Dungeons & Dragons yeah. t-shirt. TSR, their dragon, is red. Yeah. He's a red Going dragon. The cover of, yeah. 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 Every yeah. TSR. Yeah. And then, then you got you got ice dragons, and you got, yeah. like, I mean, well, they got to, you know, they're making a game. They got to <laughs> they gotta yeah. come up with other dragons. Actually, one of my favorite dragon battles is, don't judge me on this. Uh-oh. One. But the Dungeons and Dragons movie, the second one, the second nobody Dungeons saw that <laughs> ever. Is that direct to video? It's gotta be. Yeah, it's gotta yeah, be yeah, like okay. the second Dungeons and Dragons. The first movie. one's the one with Je- Jeremy Irons. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. but the second one has a dragon battle in it Rough. that is like fucking awesome because like the dragon's like a, I think it's like a, it's an ice dragon or something. Or it might be a lightning dragon, but it's a giant blue dragon. But it's not like a fire-breathing dragon. A static electricity dragon. Yeah, he fucking shoots like He rubs his feet on the ground and touches you. It's fucking awesome. I'm like, yeah. It's like, other than like a fire, it's like they just have dragons that do more than just breathe fire. And I thought that was kind of cool. Well, there's also, you brought up D-War, the Japanese. Yeah, fuck D-War. Oh, it's Japanese? Isn't it? Uh, yeah, they're fucking Japanese dragons, so they're not normal dragons. Wait, it's an American-made movie, no, but they're... Yeah. Ja- no, it's got American actors in it, like Robert yeah, Forrester's in yeah, it, it's but a, it's made, it's a Japanese or Hong Kong or something. Like that. It's a Hong Kong movie I was going to say, so American they're not, ja- they're Chinese dragons. They're the long, skinny dragons. Yeah, yeah those are stupid. Those are Chinese dragons. Fucking retarded. Is it? It's a goddamn terrible fucking movie. Well... Dragons in it. That's why I'm glad. Like this probably will be the last good dragon movie because I was just thinking, like, if if this movie was made today, well, yeah, the Hobbit. But the Hobbit's not like a dragon movie. The Hobbit just is awesome with a dragon in it. Well, Well, but the Hobbit is. But the I mean, the Hobbit's just like the creator of fantasy. (laughs) It's a whole league of its own. But when it comes to just dragon movies, like if they had made Rain of Fire today. This would look like one of those cheesy fantasy movies that we see nowadays. It would look 100% green screen. Well, it would look yeah, like you know, shiny, and crispy, and clean, burnt like world. Pacific Rim? What? Would it look any different than like Pacific Rim? Because Pacific Rim is like a, a movie that has a concept that seems like crazy. I haven't seen anyone. Pacific Rim. How oh, can I? Have you seen any commercials? Well, I've seen commercials, but you can't judge like what an act, what the actual look of a movie. I mean, so once you get in the movie... for fucking Rain of Fire, I'm like, this is going to be the greatest movie ever! <laughs> it just depends on how... Because animation, to me, falls in two subjects. You deal with... And this is the problem with most CG. I think most CG is done by animators. So they're making things too animated instead of getting a photorealistic you know, version of it done. So yeah, that's why I think there are no dragons, though. <laughs> well, but I'm, but a photo real, you know what photorealism yeah, looks yeah, like yeah. though? It, it's dark, dark shadows. Okay. And nowadays everything is like, well, you gotta show it. Yeah. Well, that's not what a fucking you know shadows don't show everything, so they never want to put it in there, yeah. you know. And that yeah. to me makes a cheesy movie. It makes Harry Potter movies. It makes those to me that it's a cheese looking thing. That's cheeso cheesemo fantasy. Yeah, but the Harry Potter one was kind of cool. It took place. But those, the day, I'm sorry, I'm just saying those movies, those fantasy looking movies, those are cheese mode to me. Those don't, yeah. those don't exist in the real world. So the movies are less real to me. I don't buy into the fantasy yeah. because it looks too fantasy. So you're it, saying if this one was done today, you think it'd look more like? It would look like 
today's crappy version of fantasy movies, what it wouldn't look as awesome and dark and photorealistic as it did. That, that, well, Which, yeah, that I gives mean, it the weight. Well, I think you know? some of this, you know, they're probably trying to camouflage the fact that it is all CG for, whatever, 2002, you know. Try, yeah. yeah. So they're trying to, you know, keep it in the dark. Because there were a lot of times I was surprised at how little you saw of it, you know, just flying around. Well, I right mean, now. I guess in theory, like, when you really look at Rain of Fire... It is a sci-fi action movie that's, like, basically in the realm of... I don't know if you can say sci-fi. This is fantasy. There's no aliens. There's no technology. This is fantasy. They do the sci-fi explanation. (laughs) Yeah, but you're going to do that in... No, but that's because we got science nowadays. That's all that is. There's just... there's That was normal science. Hey, we only see females. That was zoology. It's in the realm of, like, aliens. No, it's not. I think that uh, Harry Potter can get away with like the you know the perfectly lit dragons magic. because it's in a you know it's Hogwarts you're just a, you're or just a wherever the fuck they're. I just don't like I don't it's like muggle. fantastic looking. To me, that kills what a movie is supposed to be. When I see a movie, it's supposed to be the movie. It's supposed to be what if you took this crazy fantastic idea and put it in your face like it's real life. But then when they make, like, super blue Twilight, and so it's like, well, this is a fantasy world. This isn't in my face realistic. This I want, you know, I want realism. I want to believe in what I'm seeing. I don't want to be like, well, I'm perfectly safe because I'm in fucking Toons, you know, Toontown anyway. You, you want a, a realistic-looking fantasy world. Yeah, because that's like the only Robo way to believe Cop. the fantasy. What about the fucking dragon from fucking Never Dragon Slayer. Boo! Dragon Slayer is a photorealistic fantasy world with a dragon. Yeah, nah, you know what? You know photorealistic. I think I know, okay, so wait, wait, wait. Just because uh, I was a little unclear what you're getting at there, but I think I got it. Okay, so you're saying that, like, with today's technology, we go and touch up, basically, Photoshop every single frame so it looks perfect. Where you get, like, these, like, you know, if you took a frame from this movie, you could go and, like, frame it on your wall, and it's a photo-perfect thing. Whereas, like, the realism would be something more like... Well, this movie. Uh, this movie is like, it looked like blurry. they burnt some shit and set it up and put a camera in front of it. Yeah, and we see, got smoke and burnt shit. And we got some greasy, greasy looking fucking actors. <laughs> you know, look like... Fucking cinematography. That is... Set probably sweating like a motherfucker. No, that's, a, fucking, that's all effects shit. It's just fucking You know, yeah, that's, that, that to me is good filmmaking yeah. because it looks, you know, it's not it's like... cinema. Yeah, it's yeah. not like nowadays where it's just like, you know, the guy gets like like doused in, in black oil then like you know rubs his face and he's like perfectly clean for the next shot you know that's today's movie making did you notice our female lead in this movie she didn't get all greasy and dirty she was no she was nice and she pretty she was from uh, Goldeneye was she oh yeah she wasn't a blonde in Goldeneye she was the lead uh, girl in Goldeneye not the Fomka Jansen the other one oh the uh, <laughs> the chick the engineer the chick that was from the Programming station. Yep. So, yeah. The, the one that lived. The Russian. Yeah. Which maybe she's Russian. We were she's trying to figure Russian. out if she was Swedish. But like uh, the, the thing. Spanish. I'm gonna say. Oh, okay. So the thing I didn't like about uh, <laughs> Dragon Slayer is see, like the thing that holds me back from Dragon Slayer is I want to see Dragon Slayer. On I thought you Blu-ray. said you liked it. What do you mean hold you back? <laughs> I like Dragon Slayer, but the end battle with the dragon, the the key looks so fucking shitty. It takes me out of the movie. Oh, I agree. 
The like, key, because the the, yeah, you can the, see through the dragon. The key the, is fucking terrible. The blue, like, the blue. That, that, that was like 1982, <laughs> like groundbreaking. <laughs> like sex you know, off that movie. I no, off come on, of that, that come movie. on. It, it, it can never achieve greatness because it's oh, technically flawed. Yeah, what yeah. if it was? But the what if it was in black? So you don't watch the original, original King Kong at all. That's just like nope. It's it's. It's over. But it's, they fucked up the key. Yeah, they they yeah, didn't fuck up at, the key. They well, didn't know it was going to work that way. I bet Back to the Future fucks up a bunch of keys. You're going to, like, discard... They don't fuck up the fucking key. <laughs> Trust me, they fucked up some main they keys. They fucked up the key, the most important part of the movie. But, but I'm just saying... But I'm just saying, you don't disregard a fix. movie because technology, like, you know... Ghostbusters, when, when, when Stay Puft Marshall Man steps on the church... Fuck it, you can see right through his foot. You don't yeah. just discard the, the movie. Key, yeah, but it wasn't the time, damn it. That's fucking, you know, <laughs> Stay Puff Marshmallow Man. part of the movie where it's like, hey, there's this fucking dragon. Oh, wait, I fucking see through the dragon and it's blue back there. See, but I don't it know. It just I happened. Guess, you know, yeah. I know that that was happening, but that didn't ruin the movie for me because I guess, you know, I, I don't know. I can see through that <laughs> to the point where I see what they were after. I acknowledge that they were yeah, limited It doesn't by ruin the, the story. No, that's what I'm looking at. I'm like, what's actually happening here? What is what happening? We, what we, what's being communicated? Uh, the dragon's flying through the air and blasting this guy with a fire. a Blu-ray version of Dragon Slayer, and hopefully they fix the key, and I, I would be like, I, see, I don't think. Why would they see? But fixing the key to me, that's tampering with what's that already need. done. That's tampering with art. Tampering with art. If they went in HD, I think it's like an optical thing that was printed on the film. That way, they're probably screwed. I well, I've actually I have to admit I've never seen Dragon's Slayer. Motherfucker! Well, see, that's but, actually the best dragon. We should be talking about that. Well, <laughs> because that's the, the best dragon movie. I thought I thought at the end of because I th- thought this was where you're going, Tom. I thought at the end of Reign of Fire that the key was pretty shitty, even for 2002. What yeah, the? when Van Zant jumps off the. Oh yeah, yeah that's pretty yeah. shitty key. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's the pretty, fucking key. No, it is the fucking key. Yeah. yeah, they seem to like they've Hollywood has always relied on the screen screen. Only yeah. like the last you know ten years they've been really getting it good. Like before that, like I always say this, you go back and look at. Uh, uh, any of the Indiana Jones movies, and the key is just so It's awful. always off. It's yeah. always, it's never been that great of a technology. It's always Not, been passable, yeah. <laughs> especially when you're, when you're watching it on the type of, like, reel-to-reel that you would watch it on back then, the type of light sure. source, you wouldn't yeah. see it. Yeah. Sure. We're getting way brighter prints, and, like, you know. Well, it was when they made the move from, and this is still probably in the mid-'80s, when they made the move from, like, an optical composite to, like, you know, where they'd actually have to do it in, like, a optical printer to, like, the digital version. You know, it's like, once you can do digital composites, and that, you know, you don't get that see-through thing anymore, and it looks better, but, I mean, they were yeah. they were doing digital composites in the later Indiana Jones movies, and they've still got that, like, then they lose the motion blur, so it looks like, I can tell that these two things, like, weren't, you know? Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And that's kind of what was going on here, because the reason we're sitting here going, like, that was green screen, or blue screen, or whatever, is because it has those telltale, you know, uh, yeah. when he stands up in front of that background, you know, yeah. he's not moving right. You know, there's like a lack of a blur or something. Or something. It's like into your the trained eye. You're sitting there going, uh, <laughs> "That's not the sky behind him. <laughs> yeah. He's not there." No, but I mean, exactly. I've seen like uh, some. You know, talking about like how it's progressed. I've seen like some videos on uh, you know on YouTube or whatever 
where they're showing like shots from all these like sitcoms and network television shows where they use green screen in places where you're like, why in the fuck were you using green screen there? But they didn't. You never noticed it. It's right. like these two yeah. people walking to a bus, you know, or walking up to a bus stop was like green That's screen. It like, looks perfectly no, natural. In the movies, man, it's just like. Everything. And they use, it's like, what the hell, man? It's like, I'm going to sit down in a chair. Like, you couldn't go fucking buy a goddamn chair? Come on! Well, the new, the new, the new Indiana Jones had a CG fire in, like, the Nazi fire pit. I was like, you guys didn't want to set a fire? Jeez Louise. And they had a sword fight on top of the, uh,. The ducks that I didn't really believe either. I mean, well, yeah, but it was that you don't believe it because it's fucking ridiculous. Well, I, don't like, I don't believe that you could physically do this, There's or you didn't else. believe it because you could t- you could see that it you wasn't. You just see the cartooniness. I, well, I, I feel like in a lot of those scenes, there's like an anchor point that they put the character at. So, like, they're almost bouncing with the the duck, this vehicle going down down the path, and like. They're just, you know, where gravity would take over and they would fall off of the vehicle. They don't. You know, mm-hmm. they're, they're, they're no. still on it and they're still sword fighting. But still you can kind of see their their body moving in such a way that it's not natural. It's almost, you know, like they're they're anchored to the vehicle. Yeah. And it, it just takes out of it because it's not natural, yeah, I guess. Yeah, I think, yeah. I mean, but, it's a lot better than it used to be. But, but that's a lot of the problem. It's like, so, I mean, you know. It, the the flip side of that is something like you know in the Born Identity movies. I don't know if there's fucking a lot of CG going on there. Maybe there is. Maybe there isn't. But that stuff feels like there's real people in real you know situations getting you know coming close to death. True. Yeah, like you know? those True, old yeah. those seventies and eighties Bond movies where like they didn't use CG for shit, man. Yeah, they, but they're using them all over the place now. I mean, I guarantee there's tons of it in Skyfall, but yeah. somehow it doesn't feel like it doesn't feel like we're putting him in. A situation that you know, like he's sword fighting on top of a couple of moving ducks in a <laughs> in a in a in a jungle. That is like outlandish, preposterous, and stupid. I don't know. And to me, stupid, that's but ridiculous. And when you see it, you just don't buy it. That's you just, know? It's yeah. the idea of the animator versus the action. Just you know, just 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 creating a false environment. <laughs> you know, you get too animated. It's like, well, fucking shit, look at this, the, you know, the train has eyes, and he's smiling, and, the, you know, or just whatever, you know, it's just yeah. like, it gets too goofy, it's just like... Like, in in Flight, that, that plane never left the ground, it was always in a soundstage, but you, when you watch it, like, you're, you believe that they're up in the air actually doing these maneuvers, because... I of, did actually think that at some point they were right. doing some kind of, yeah. And I know we've talked about this before <laughs> on the podcast, but it's, like, the special effects should should never be so outlandish that they give themselves away. Like well, a it's the scenario. Super, it's yeah. The, it's, it's the scenario more than the special effect, because the special effect, we've seen examples where they do it and it works and you buy it, you didn't even know it, like Flight, or where you like, I know I'm looking at something that's fake, which is the Indiana Jones thing. It's like, even if, you know, there's no way you filmed this. Right. Well, I know that this is, that you're fooling me somehow. Well, even in... Special features on Black and Pie, where it's like, they didn't even finish a hallway. Yeah, it's like there's a hall, there's a staircase. At some point, the camera like goes around a guy. He's there's a hallway. They didn't build the ends of the hallway. <laughs> it's like all green screen. I'm like what? You know, it's stuff like that that you wouldn't even notice. You wouldn't even think about because you just assume and, that they but, shot it. In but a I real think hallway. that's because they're they're shooting it practically still. You know, like it, like in no, Super Eight, it, it, the only practical thing was the was the stairs. No, the but they're the shooting hallway. it practically. They're, you're, they're not okay. This is my example in Super Eight. 
You remember when the train derails in Super yeah. 8? You know, the camera, since they're doing CG, the camera wants to get up close and oh, personal with, uh-huh. with images you won't be able to get. But but And because of that, they're trying to, because of the speed of things, they're trying to have things go like, pew, and shoot over the camera. But it's like, that's a fucking cartoony thing. It's just yeah. like, I know that they're trying to do, yeah. but they're adding an animated, they're adding this super animated thing to it to try to give it weight and speed yeah. and... But they're what they're they're doing is not giving me a realistic like. It's yeah. funny. It's funny because yeah, as a filmmaker, you think yeah, I want to get this really up close, impossible shot. But then actually having the camera back in a more practical and just seeing the train derail is just cooler. It's cooler to watch something just happen naturally and yeah. believe it. It's more impactful. That yeah, way. it's more impactful. Because it's more like how you would experience it probably as... Yeah. Uh, yeah, like, like okay, the bridge is blowing up in the do- new Dark Knight Rises. Mm-hmm. That's exactly how I want things of that nature to take place. With the camera's way far back and it's just... It's just yeah. like, oh my god, you know, it looks yeah, like yeah, yeah. a new, it looks like a copter shot or something like yeah, that. It yeah. looks like just natural. Yeah, because the camera is in a place that you think it can naturally get to, and it's, yeah, I, yeah, I understand. I think that that's, yeah, that, I mean, that's the way you sell CG. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when you do it in a way that doesn't draw attention to itself, and it's these outlandish scenarios. Same thing that, with you know, music. Especially, <laughs> well, real quick, before we get to that, uh, the I think that the 3D... You know, with with the rise of 3D in movies now, they feel like they do need to put you right into that action, so that if they would do it right, they could have stuff you know flying out at you. But they never do it right. Yeah, they never want it's, to. So it's like, why are you wasting our time? It's always Beowulf, yeah. man. That dragon was right up on me. <laughs> yes, please, whoever's out there listening, release Beowulf in 3D. <laughs> please, for the love of God, <laughs> I beg of you. We need it. But talk about the music. I was just going to say this music. I thought the music in this movie was horrible. I just Edward Shermer. You're not. Who, what else did he do? Uh, I'd have to look. That okay. Well, he uh, does that. Uh, well, okay. Well, I just thought that. I mean, you're I not supposed to. to you you're not supposed to realize you're listening to the music, but when it's so just like out there, like God, please change the song. Please change. You know, when it showed the dragon, it'd be like. Bah! It's like okay. <laughs> I don't know. It just seemed. Just really lackluster. Like I think this movie would have seemed faster paced had it had either no music or had better music. Well, yeah, and Travis, you had said something outside how uh, the music in a movie—if you don't notice it, then it's doing its job. But like with this movie, you just notice it. You and notice then, it. You want to, You're just like dun 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 dun. I, dun, I dun, enjoy ah! like movie, when movies like when they have like themes or you know like those risable kind of like you know hero themes, which this one did, I guess to some point. That was the credit rise, though. That no, was I did the, it a couple of times. We're was just, was at a, the credits. There was a couple of there was a melody <laughs> that was uh, done throughout the the movie that was like building, like it was really really subtle, and it builds, and then there was like a main statement of it later. I don't know. I I didn't have a problem with the music. I mean, I guess was it overstated? I don't know. I don't know. I didn't have a problem with it. <laughs> Did you? I, well, I, I, I don't know. I, I think part of the reason why it stood out is because the lack of uh, substance in the story. You know, the, maybe, maybe. <laughs> so it was trying to. It was covering like we don't have anything going on. So the music's going to make it sound like there's something going on all the time. I mean, they yeah, just be walking. And it's going to okay, be like yeah, bop, okay. bop, 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 We're walking. Yeah, okay, bop, I got bop, you. Bop. <laughs> he did do that. He did that. Johnny English, the forty-year-old virgin. Virgin. Whoa. Uh, so he's kind of like a. <laughs> that's, that's his normal uh, repertoire. 
Wow, what the? This can't be right. Soundtrack. Oh, composer. Sorry, he did 69 movies. No, he's done a bunch of stuff. I'll, uh, I'll be there with you in a minute. <laughs> Talk amongst yourselves. He's looking Tales over, from the Crypt, Demon Knight. Tales You've all seen that, right? Yeah. Species 2. Whoa. Cruel Intentions? No? Can you sing it? <laughs> <laughs> Charlie's Angels, Miss Congeniality, K-Pax, Rain of Fire. The Chinese... Er, yeah, Rain of Fire. Charlie's Angels, Sky Captain of the World of Tomorrow. Hey, Sky Captain of the World of Tomorrow. Tell you, this guy Am I is, the only one that likes Sky Captain the World tomorrow? I need to see it again. I fell asleep in the theaters. I've never seen I it. Like Sky Captain. I like Sky Captain. That's another one where I think you'd say it's probably like a guilty pleasure. Like, you can't say it's a good movie. Yeah. <laughs> you can still like yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. fully agree with that. It's not a good movie, but I like it. Johnny Mnemonic is another one. Oh. I will defend. I'll defend that's that movie. A, that's fine. I'll defend it. Yeah. I won't even fight about it. I tried I'll just let you. defend it. I'll just let I, you I have like it. it in the theater. It's fucking like, terrible, but I like it. But I like this subject matter, so I watched it again. And oh, I was like, no. Oh, God, it's really terrible. I still like, like it. Really, I still like really it. Really bad. I still oh like it. Because it's one of the few science. I think I like it just because it's like one of the few cyberpunk movies that there are. There aren't many. I hate and cyberpunk. I gotta like That's it. I, I, like, it. I hold on to my cyberpunk <laughs> as tight as I possibly can. Just... I mean, I know Blade Runner's like the pinnacle, but like, I got. It's like. It's like giant amounts. Well, and there. like the Matrix. Are you looking for the futuristic kind of, like uh, the neo noir kind of? I like the jacking in. Yeah, okay, I gotcha. Yeah. There's a lot of direct to video movies like that. Yeah. Nemesis. Anim- I think anime is really all that really gives that. Ghost in the Shell. Ghost in the Shell. You got all that Neo Tokyo stuff, 80 Police Files, Bubblegum Craze. I mean, those. Yeah, yeah. Almost all anime really does that. That that cyberpunk, yeah, stuff. Like and they real. do it better than Johnny Mnemonic. They do it way better than uh, most people. Johnny Mnemonic is a freaking like oh I don't even know what that is. It's a waste of an evening. Like, uh, <laughs> I, I still defend it though. I mean, That's it's, right. it's definitely below Rain of Fire. I mean, it's I, I way it below, below Rain of Rain Fire. It's below Rain of Fire. I mean, even even like. Uh, Sky Captain in the World Tomorrow, I would put Blue Ramp. When, when did you first see Johnny Mnemonic? I didn't see it in the theater. I saw it post-theater. I didn't see it in the theater. I saw it post-theater. Like what age? Uh, 20s, probably. 20s? Okay. I was just trying to figure out. I mean, out it was it when was... I was... It, may, it might have been teens. It might have been like, you know, like 18 or, or 17. I'm always a big supporter of the nostalgia factor. No, there, yeah. there, there was no nostalgia factor around with that. It was no. when I was like diving into cyberpunk. And I'm like, ah, I gotta was, see everything like, to cyberpunk. And well, sometimes that's Three movies later. Yeah, you saw three movies. You I, saw, saw, I, got, <laughs> I got like three movies. What, Hijackers? I got... Uh, I got <laughs> Blade Runner, Giant Mnemonic, Ghost oh, of Hackers. Shell, Go, and Hackers, maybe. Yeah, yeah. I got Hackers. <laughs> I got like three Hi, movies hackers. to choose from. So. Yeah, what, what, Cyborg? No, Cyborg, Cyborg. Two, With Angelina Jolie and Elias Cotillas. Jack Palance. And Jack Palance. Did you know that was Angelina Jolie? I have never seen... I, I so. probably haven't seen Cyborg 2 since I was 13. I was not a big Cyborg fan. My brother loved those movies. Well... I, I think that uh, I mean I think that that can count Tom as nostalgia because there was a time when like I got into Vietnam movies and I saw a lot of Vietnam movies. <laughs> Vietnam and movies. A, a lot of them were crap, but oh like, my god, I still hold them in high regard because it was like 
discovering these films, you know, for the uh, first time. You just I, like I a certain type World of movie. I watch a lot yeah. of World War II. Like movies. Killing Them Softly really did surprise me because I love mob movies, but I really, you know, I don't like like. You know, I really don't care much for Goodfellas. I don't, you know, there's a lot of major mob what? movies out there I don't care for. Bla- that's blasphemy. Yeah. Nah, Goodfellas <laughs> sucks. Whoa. Yeah, it does. <laughs> it does. I'm sorry. No, it does. No. Hey, well, hold on. You better not say that. Joe Pesci's the, like, the only thing that was good about Goodfellas. Like, Go Ray Liotta will Goodfellas. come over here and punch your face in. Yeah. Goodfellas is one of those. If he hears this, he can... They can hurt you, so... I can't stop watching Goodfellas when I start it. Like, it doesn't matter where I'm at or what I'm doing. I could be, you know, late for a plane. <laughs> I would have to finish that fucking movie. That movie's awesome. I, love uh, I think I think Casino's better. Casino's uh, good, too. Casino's, Casino's long. Good. And you gotta see, uh... Long. Uh, both long. Kill the Irishman. Kill the Irishman's really I've awesome. Oh, it's awesome. It's, uh, it's the based on the true story of Danny Green. Like, the Cleveland bombings. Like, there was a year in Cleveland where there was, like, oh shit, I don't even know how many car bombings there were. <laughs> Wait, who's the star in that? Is it, like, a major Can't movie or indie? Eh, well, I'd say indie, but just wasn't major in the Midwest, you mm-hmm. know. But it's a really good movie. Yeah, Kill the Irishman is awesome. The title, but cool. Yeah. Check yeah, you gotta out. see it. You'll know the actor. I know you will. I can't. I just can't think of him. All right, so I guess I gotta... I gotta... I gotta ask a question. I mean, like, I have my random fire scale. And the re- one, the, the main reason why I wanted to watch this movie was I haven't seen random fire in a long time. Yeah, because what were you judging Tango and Cash against your rain of fire scale or something like that? I don't get how there's a rate of sky fire scale when it's like just supposed to be like the dead center it's average dead center. movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> how is that a scale? Well, is it better than Rain of Fire? <laughs> this movie was better than Rain <laughs> of Fire. <laughs> it's like, I like this bar. actor's yeah. performance better than... Yeah, so it's the bar. You're right. Okay. <laughs> Is it still the bar? That's the question. Watching it again, I, I gotta say it's still the bar. But see, what, what I want That's basically is... saying this movie is unexceptional. <laughs> this <You're> movie... <laughs> You're an average I mean, bird. Was made. <laughs> it's got its high points. It's got its low points. Boom. Sometimes that happens, right? I guess, Sometimes that happens. I could see measuring it like within the subgenre of dragon movies, but like you can't like put yeah. Tango <laughs> and Cash up against Reign of Fire. Well, I mean, see, that's that's my problem. It's like, Tango Cash does not have dragons. It's below Reign of Fire. <laughs> it's below as I would see. Other dragons in there. <laughs> <laughs> I heard Star Trek was pretty good. Oh, yeah? Were there dragons in it? It could be okay. I can't live up to me. That dude Superman movie? What? It ain't got a dragon It's got a flying dude. Oh, shit. And he shoots lasers out of his eyes. That's pretty close. All right. Batman Dark Knight Rises. Worse than Ranfire. What about Whoa. no dragons? No dragons, man. No dragons. Oh. Uh, but see, so like, what I, I tell need, you, this is a pretty what, fucked up scale. Time. That's what a I fucking need scale. Is I need a new fucking movie. Is what I need. What I do you mean? I'm sure there's movies. There's movies you love. I'm sure you gotta pick a movie you fucking love. Not like I kind of like it. No, no, but he's trying to find the bar. 
I want to find the bar. I don't want to mm-hmm. find like a buoy up here. It's I don't like, want no, to be like, gotta, yeah. yeah, I'm going to compare everything to like. But I always thought the, the but the bar was the highest. Yeah. I always thought yeah. it's, that's why it's like, the I fucking bar. Like, hey. And then you exceed the bar, and you're like, yeah. oh my god, you've exceeded yeah. the bar. Yeah. It's like I can't set the bar like Back to the Future because if I set the bar Back to the Future, then it's like. Oh, well, every other movie that I see sucks, so I might as well not ever see any movie ever. There's got to be better movies than Back to the Future. No, not, sure, not, not fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there's some out there better than Back to the Future. So you can't I think one was called bad. Deep Throw. Uh, I think. <laughs> so, so you can't set the bar at, at, like, Back to the Future, though, because there's nothing better than Back to the Future. When you set it that high, then you might as well not ever see any movie ever again. Sometimes what you got to do though, you got to have high standards, you know, because that's why what? I got as got pissed off standards? as I do about templates is because yeah, I've seen the standard get set so high. So then when I get these templates shoved down my throat, it's like, don't try giving me this bullshit, you know. You this isn't fucking NBC like after school special, you know. Save the template for that crap. Save the template for 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 any freaking. Uh, Jim Belushi show or whatever, you know, that's what templates are for. Other than that, you should be constantly trying to think, what haven't we seen before that will entertain the well, masses? You know, what what haven't, haven't we seen, seen before, before that entertains so. the masses? Not, not what is the safe, reliable thing that will give us kind of a return? Dragons wearing laser cannons. Uh, I gotta say, there. even though this <laughs> yeah. isn't dragons wearing Robot, laser cannons, man. you should Robot. see... Uh, it was called Dino Riders. It was oh, about time travelers that. I love Dino Riders. But like I said, those are dinosaurs and not dragons. So you do still have. Drobots, dragon, dude. Drobots. Drobot. Drobot. I think what you need to do, Tom, is just throw that uh, bar away. You gotta get a new bar. Films, hold them close to you, but just experience everything because you can't. I mean, you just can't. You can't set a bar, especially not with a movie like Rain of Fire and Back to the Future. That could be your favorite film, but it can't be a bar that you set for every movie you see because it's a genre. It's a specific genre. Specific. And you can set the, the bar 80s, in the yeah in the dragon genre, maybe. Yeah, yeah, you can set it in the dragon genre but even that you know it's like i I feel like that's kind of setting yourself up for a lot of like a lifetime of disappointment in some way because you know (laughs) a lot of it is like you know even what you're saying it's like you're setting your uh, travis what he's saying is you're setting the uh, the bar so high that like everything else seems to fall short and i'm like you know as a movie connoisseur it's like i like watching movies and if i did that then i'd be like just crushed like all (laughs) all the time it's like Hey, why am I doing this? I hate these movies. This is you know, why like, I am a manic depressive. <laughs> <laughs> these are life lessons, everybody. You need to listen to this podcast. Well, they're listening like, to it. Words yeah. of wisdom. <laughs> words of wisdom. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know. It's a. I got a fluctuating bar, I suppose, or something. It's like I like this. I don't like that. I like this. Change. I think it does depend on the genre. I've got yeah. bars for action. I've got bars for comedy. I got bars for sci-fi. Yeah, the, best, the, the movie that did this, not necessarily the best action movie, but the movie. They had the best, like, train crash. Yeah, or whatever. Time. Like, okay, or like, me personally, chasing. like, when it comes to comedy, I will never see, like, Hangovers or or uh, Harold and Kumar because those movies, the storyline awesome. is we got so messed up, what did we do or where did we... I, it's like, fuck, this is... It's, to me, that's cheap. That's a cheap comedy. It's like, ho-ho, kids like getting drunk. Wait, ho Was it Ashton Kumar? Dude, where's my car? Dude, yeah, where's my dude, car? where's my car? <laughs> <laughs> fucking retarded. Yeah, I love those fucking movies, oh, man. Oh, fucking I retarded, dude. Those yeah, are so I love retarded. Those movies. 
Movies. That's because you like, set your bar. But those are retarded fire. movies. <laughs> what the, they're not retarded movies. No, they're, they're comedy Those mysteries. are recar- retarded movies. Those characters out. all act like 10-year-olds. <laughs> You no, know, I fucking smoke. Okay, I smoke pot every fucking day, and I'm not like a ten year old that forgets where he leaves. Major thing, you know, it's it's fucking dumb. It's uh, dumb. Enjoy if you're White if you're Castle? if you're over twenty one years old and you're still mo- seeing movies about how awesome it is to get wasted and drunk and have a blackout. It's just like grow the fuck up. I don't know. To me, that's like Wait, it's cheap I'm comedy. Like thir- I'm like in my thirties and I still enjoy movies. <laughs> yeah, I think you just insulted like half our. Yeah, body. that's. Okay, yeah. that's all right. Yeah. I'm, I'm saying yeah. these are. This is my bar, though. I I expect higher comedy than that, because that is Woody cheap. Allen? That's cheap. Yeah, Woody like, Allen. You've never even comedy? fucking seen a Woody Allen movie, so you got to be quiet. <laughs> don't even know. Don't even know. This guy don't even know. Doesn't even know what he's talking about. But he's posing for his. He's posing right just because. <laughs> Hi, <good>. bro, comedy. <laughs> I, I gotta tell you, the visual comedy doesn't work on a podcast. I know. Yeah, yeah it's on TV. Plus, so. you never goddamn seen a Woody Allen movie. Yeah. I have Hi, no idea. comedy. What you're talking about. <laughs> I just don't want fucking retard comedy. That's all I want. I just don't want, like, no, anybody will laugh at totally this. I'm totally on board with Because that. they're so used to having a laugh track to tell them when to laugh that yeah. now they don't even need the laugh track anymore. It's just yeah. like, I got so fucking wasted last night. What did I do? <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> see, that's funny. Yeah, I like Harold and Kumar. Uh, see, the see. First one. All right, man, we're on the same side here. Well, I'll partner up with Travis. Because even okay, because even cheat, even like Cheech and Chong went for the drugs, but their dialogue was funny. <gasps> what? They were actually making jokes, even though it was about weed. They were still making jokes but, but that wait, were funny. Wait, wait, but you said that you haven't seen the Harold and Kumar movies. So yeah. yeah, I have. Oh, okay. Oh, I've seen them. I just don't. Yeah, I don't. I I just know I don't watch those type of comedies. Those are the type of comedies I just. What they got so wasted they can't remember. All right, I'm not gonna see that. You know, it's but just... Harold and Kumar is not that movie. Eh, it kind of is. Yeah, for sure it is. No, yeah. Well, for sure, for sure, dude. It's Come a, on, it's always about we got so high, adventure, we dude. got like arrested and sent to this place, or yeah. It's all about an adventure. Not, it's it's all about a fun adventure that we're we're gonna set up some goal and not make it there until the end because our our being high is what gets us on these other. It's a road movie. Yeah, yeah, it is a road trip movie for sure. That, well, yeah, I mean, it's the two characters discover something and they learn something about they themselves. They learn something about themselves. That's oh, what, it's profound. Yeah. It's profound. And Harold they become. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I want in my comedy. Yeah. <laughs> I like the argument for Harold and Kumar as a profound film. What a comedy! The pinnacle of comedy is Dexter. I'm going to show you what highbrow comedy is. Highbrow comedy! <laughs> <laughs> it's stuff. It's the type of comedy where you got to actually understand the English language. It's a, it's a fish called Wanda. Yeah. Uh, well, Monty yeah. Python. Yeah, that's Monty Python. I, I like that life. stuff too. But I just, I mean, I, like my my comedy oh, I li- is like. Huge. I like my Police Academy. Trust me, I like my you know I like my goofy stuff. I just don't like the like sex comedies. It's kind of for that like eighteen year old. It's really for that sixteen fifteen year old that isn't allowed to see anything. So they're watching a comedy that has 
boobs and they're talking about fucking girls and then smoking weed. It is for 15, 16 year olds. Whatever happened to Porky's, man? You're talking about American, American Pie. It's exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah. Ah! Well, American Pie is the new, like, yeah, it is the new and Porky's and the new. And yeah, Easy A or whatever the fuck. No, 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 no we're talking I've like seen, the hard I've bodies and Hot Dog the movie. What? Porky. Isn't it about a girl having or pretending to yeah, have sex with all the nerds? It's not a sex comedy. It's, it's not. not like girl Next Door. And Girl Next Door, yes. Yeah, it finds Easy out the Girl a? Next Door is a porno Easy star. Easy you know? not a sex comedy. I always Easy thought it was. A, I didn't see it. I just uh, It sounded like a sex comedy. It's not. Anyway, yeah. Those are like no, easy targets. I don't targets, recommend seeing you know? it. Just, it's not a uh, sex comedy. Yeah, they're just easy targets. That's all I'm saying. Strange it's not about high bro coming in. The Girl Next Door, I think... That movie, there's actual actual substance. Yeah, there's to that something film. going on. Is yeah. there? Yeah. What? Yeah. Oh, Are you yeah. sure? Yeah. All that is is like yeah. an '80s like redo so of like. It? It I I've seen yeah I've seen some of it. It just seems like another one of those can't buy me love type movies where it's not. There's something where wrong I'm gonna that. like pretend to date this porno star and people are gonna. In some ways, for some reason, I don't know why this is coming. It reminded me of like a risky business yes. or like a, okay. Well, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Eighties, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah like eighties, I mean, like the they're generally I think thought of as like the better than the like pork yeah. not porkies like. Oh, well, I think like Hard Bodies or The Last American Virgin. Oh, yeah, or, Ski you know, School, like the, shit yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. Hot dog, <laughs> <movie>. <laughs> Hamburger, the motion picture. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> joysticks. Lowbrow, come to <laughs> Lowbrow. Yeah, that's guy. American Pie. Every pick of mine now is going to be a Woody Allen movie because of that whole highbrow comedy. Highbrow comedy. <laughs> Let me know when you have your uh, Woody Allen pick so I can bring some cigars and some brandy. <laughs> I think we sniffed her. found our new A team. And maybe some brie and crackers. Wow. <laughs> it touched the nerve. What, what a dick. <laughs> Just trying to seem higher. Uh, All right. Back to dragons. We did release the Kraken. Yeah, uh, so we've released yeah. the Kraken tonight. Tom released no, the Kraken. Uh, Rain of Fire is a movie that we watched. Uh, what I was going to say, uh, the two performances in this movie from the two main dudes, uh, Christian Bale and Matthew McConaughey, the thing that, like, sells me on this movie is, like, those guys, like, completely believe every line that they are saying <laughs> I think Matthew McConaughey yeah. completely believes any line oh. he says in any movie ever. And Kristen Bale. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. <laughs> is there any dragons here? <laughs> sure would be a lot cooler if there were. <laughs> I actually think this is the only movie I believed him as an action star. He looked the fucking buff. He looked yeah, awesome. I was going to say, what else did he do? Sahara? What else did he do? I don't recall him being in action movies, right? I know. He's really just like, a, I smoke weed and I date this chick. <laughs> you know? 571? Was it? Oh, yeah, he was in U571. Was he in U571? Yeah, he was. But, yeah, but still, like, I mean, way big. I mean, it looks like he's almost like 100 pounds bigger than he is in any of his other movies in this he, movie. It's like, why would he ever shrink down? Dude. He he's a buff a, dude in this movie. He spends a majority of the time with his shirt off. It's crazy. Ladies. Yeah. He yeah. spends a majority of his time Oh, he's with his shirt. oily and dirty, <laughs> and it's crazy. Oh, if you're into Matthew oh, or, if, or if you're a man and you like that sort of thing, <laughs> you know, this is up your alley. Well, going with kind of with that, there was this up one your scene alley. that... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Low brow, 
was highbrow comedy. Because <laughs> you have to... <laughs> highbrow comedy. Okay, this is the difference between highbrow okay, and yeah, lowbrow. Yeah, yeah. When it's highbrow, you actually have to be able to... What's the word I'm looking at? You have to be able to look at the comments that were made subjectively and, like... You know, it's not just like a, you know, why did the chicken cross the road to get the other side? They're saying something that it's actually implying an emotion or implying... Yeah, like you, some, like, ironic humor? Yeah, you know, yeah, you're, you know... Yeah. Yeah, and sure. Lowbrow County is, like, getting punched in the nuts. Right, yeah, yeah it's, it's like, oh, it sucks to be that guy. <laughs> or it's the, I'm so high, where did I park my car? This is so, this is so funny. Actually, I think that's actually propaganda, just... Against uh, marijuana and yeah. uh, drug use, that is, I think. Yeah. But then everybody who goes to see it is like, you know. Oh, well, because most people are idiots. I are... think drugs have nothing to do with with whether you're an idiot or not. There's just idiots out there that do drugs, and they like those type of movies. <laughs> not talking about you, listener. Unless you're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you're an idiot. If you were offended by anything I said, hey. The opinions of the Saturday Night Freak Show personnel are their own, not endorsed. They are of my opinion. (laughs) So, Matthew McConaughey, who, was he drunk or high during this performance of this movie? I'm sure. Probably. I have no idea. I don't know what he does at his personal time. How was I supposed to know? How was Matthew McConaughey's southern drawing? See, I didn't catch it in this as much. Yeah, pr- I thought it was pretty strong. See, yeah, they think it's really but I strong. Think that's but I don't, what they I were going for, right? They were, you know, it's like it's but it could have been a lot strong. regular that yeah. wants to bring down the beast. He says it just like Should that. Should we pause this? No, we're good. Yeah, no, we're good. Yeah. So, uh... We take a break. Yeah. Wait, what were we talking about? We're talking about bringing down the beast! <laughs> yeah. Uh, we're talking about Matthew McConaughey and, uh... An action star. And the brawl between him and uh, Christian Bale, where they have to like beat the shit out of each other to achieve that next layer of respect. Yeah, because they got beards. Now, yeah, but, like, do you? What would you shave with? You got to drink water, not shave with it. McConaughey's got like. No, no, I'm a fan. I'm a proponent of the Rain of Fire beard. He's got yeah, like a hundred. You got college. the Rain of Fire beard yeah, going on. Because I got the Rain of Fire beard going on. Kind of like a shaggy kind of yeah. I call that the Muslim. <laughs> Only when it comes down over the lip. Describe yourself to the viewers. <laughs> um, okay, so here's the thing. Uh, McConaughey's got like 100 pounds easy on Bale in this movie. Maybe more. Bale's breaking rocks early on. Breaking the rocks. Pre, the pre-machinist. Yeah, but his, his physique. His frame, I mean, just doesn't... Like, McConaughey's just a... You know, he's just a different species. Well, he beats the Bale, fuck out of him. And then <laughs> yeah. Bale totally had, like, this, like, like thick English accent going on, like, all the time. Well, he is because English. he's English. That was his accent. He is English. Right, yo. <laughs> but he is no Batman. But it's possible that he got his idea for the Batman delivery from Matthew McConaughey's <laughs> Delivery. No? I yeah. Know. I'm just throwing Probably it Probably because McConaughey's... Because he says everything like that. We're going to take him down. We're going to go... We're going to bring this. down the beast. We're going to bring down Joker. You listen to me. We're going to go and we're going to do this. I mean, yeah. I Where is she? Where is Rachel? And so that means that... Uh, right. Joffrey? King Joffrey? Jo- King Joffrey? Who's the kid's yeah. name? In 
Jack McGowan or something? Jack like Gleason? Jack Gleason, thank he's you. He's not much. in. He steps in the frame. He steps, Well, apparently, uh, when I was looking at it, he's in the uh, the scene where they are They're recreating praying. Star Wars mm. and praying. Yeah, they do this thing. That's probably do. one of the best scenes of this movie. The what? fact that there would be no you know television and no uh, oh, so they're play books and stuff like that. So, yeah, they're just kind of going off their memory of stories they know. Yeah, and Star telling Wars. it to the kids. I think that's like the best idea this movie had, really. Yeah. Like, I mean, it had a good concept, but Plus that's the only scene. That's the only scene. Yeah, but they didn't have dragons versus tanks. They only had drag. They had tanks, but they only had their little harpoon thing. It didn't even work. Didn't even fucking work. He brought the beast down with the harpoon launch from the tank. But my point being. This is like the most underwhelming point ever. Yeah. Is that uh, Jack Gleason was in Batman Begins with Christian Bale. Oh, yeah, yeah. And Rain of Fire with Christian Bale. Whoa. Bam! Score. There's a link. Bam! <laughs> now get it They're back the same to... person. <laughs> <laughs> Bam! Now bring it back to Kevin Bacon. <laughs> I'll bring uh, it back. We get the uh, Okay, so Christian Bale. That's not going to be fun uh, for anybody at home. Uh, he was with Matthew McConaughey. Matthew McConaughey was in uh, something with Kevin Bacon. All right, so. <laughs> Listeners probably... at home, you can All right, uh, well, you figure you know, it out. Well, send it to we, us. Uh, why don't we wrap up Rain of Fire here? Uh, wrapping up Rain of Fire. Yeah, we, yeah, we, yeah, we're we better. Uh, yeah. Well, Rain of Fire, uh, you know, I don't recommend it. I really don't. I want to like this movie because it's awesome concept. Uh, I remember trying to wa- watch it years ago. And people, I mean, I just remember as soon as as soon as soon the movie came out, people were just like, oh, there's no fucking dragons in it. There's no, like, whatever. So I was just like, oh, shit. Okay, cool. I don't got to see this, you know. And I remember trying to watch it a while ago. And like, I think the pacing of this is just so slow. Because they're trying to give you the, the like the sense of hopelessness that Christian Bale feels, and like all we do is hide until the next one comes, and you know, hope, hopefully we can grow our food, and you know, but they're already running into problems with that in the beginning. So you know, they're really trying to get this hopelessness, which to me, I, okay, I like movies. I like movies that feel accurate and whatever. But man, sometimes I don't need the film to necessarily feel like how the characters feel because it's just like great this fucking guy's bored depressed and pissed off and all you're doing is giving me a movie that makes me feel the same you know you're not letting me enjoy my experience in the world while knowing what he's going through you're just trying to make me feel what he's going through it's just like well that's not fucking fun you know the guy's not having a good time you know therefore i'm not having a good time what about about if you were to feel see the movie through the eyes of man Fun movie. Yeah, yeah, that would be a. That's when the that's when the movie got fun because he came in. He's like, I'm an American Dragon Slayer. You know, it's like, yeah. You know, I, that's what I want to see, American Dragon Slayer. Because yeah, it was fun. I'm sorry. I you know I like movies that are are that have that have nice points to it. And this did. You know, like I said, it had the nice point of Matthew McConaughey being gung ho and Christian Bale being the stay settled and hide. And that's all the character development I felt you really needed, you know, so it doesn't waste your time with that. But at the same time, it doesn't waste your time with it. Like, they should have, they should just have better goals. They should have better goals. Like, even before that first dragon attacks, like, it should have been a whole fun idea that, okay, we got to go pick our vegetables. This is going to be kind of intense, right? Because that is an intense thing. There's dragons out. They burn up people when they pick their vegetables or whatever they do. 
But they did it. They didn't even turn that into a... It was just, yeah, these guys went out. We we better go get them. Oh, the dragon came. Burn them up. It was just, they weren't... They didn't really make sequences out of these things. It was just like... They were telling a really dramatic story with a lot of action, and they just could have balanced it a little better. Um, so, yeah, I don't... I don't recommend it, but... Uh, I thought this the the dragons looked cool. If you wanna if you wanna if you wanna put it in a list, it's definitely gotta be at least in the top like five dragon movies. I mean, there's not too many to <laughs> which there are five. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it might be. So you know, it's just I don't know. That's how I feel. I thought the actors did a good job. I think uh, you know it was really British. <laughs> but alright yeah that's my thing I, I I don't recommend it even though I just don't recommend it <laughs> well uh, I guess I'm gonna go with uh, you know I mean Rain of Fire is a guilty pleasure I mean I think that the <clears throat> the storyline is the weakest part of this movie I mean somewhere on the script level there are things that don't seem like they were developed all the way but uh on every other level, it seems like this movie just exceeded its expectations. I mean, in my opinion, I mean, like, the photography is just awesome. I mean, like, it's a very cinematic, you know, the camera's always moving, it's always prowling around from this really low angle. There's a scene where, like, Christian Bale rides a horse down through these, like, awesome. flaming embers, and there's just, I mean, like, awesome. everywhere, like, the production design, the set design, the, you know, costume design, it's like, this is all, you know, I mean, this is a world that, like, I believed it. And I mean, I just love this thing. It was, and you know, it's like who thought that this concept would work? I mean, that's why I guess I was making the Pacific Rim uh, comparison earlier. It's like, no, we're going to take. Uh, it's going to be a medieval movie, but it's actually post-apocalyptic, and it's got dragons and tanks. Go, you know, I mean, it's kind of like Pacific Rim's. Like we got giant monsters and giant mechs. Go, you, you know, you you sit there and you go like, I can't believe. I mean, it's it's a fanboy service movie. And I can't believe that somebody actually like spent money on this and thought they were going to make money back. Because you're talking to a very specific group of people. I think I'm one of them. Because, uh, you know, I mean, again, they got these actors who were better than the material, I think. Mm. You know, so again, you got that thing where they said yes to this. So they saw something in it. I don't know what. But, uh, you know, they deliver these performances that every once in a while you see this where these guys are, like, so committed because... It's like they thought they were going to win an Oscar or something. Like, do you know what movie you're in? <laughs> you know, it's a, you're, there's giant dragons. But they don't give you that, like, idea at all that, that was on their mind. It's like, this is what I'm doing. I'm doing a movie about fucking you know, <laughs> dragons, and it's going to be, you know, like, the best work that I've ever done. I mean, that's, that's like a weird porn, fucking dragons. The what? <laughs> you said, you're, well, we're doing a movie about fucking dragons. <laughs> Go! Like, uh, Right, let, me, let me try my. That was, that we're doing a fucking higher. movie about dragons. <laughs> no, it's something I don't know how you reshuffle re- that. But uh, yeah, I mean, so I think like you know across the board, it it checks off uh, like just being aces. That like technically, I think on performance, uh, the director was the guy who did uh, the X Files movie, and unfortunately, Electra. After this, I didn't see <laughs> and then he kind of retreated back to television. He started off directing a bunch of uh, X Files episodes. Um, this movie, you know, the, the thing that I got off of it this time that, you know, it didn't come across as much the last time as like how much of a, like a fucking tough guy movie this is, you know, it's like, I go back and watch it. I'm like, Jesus Christ. I mean, this is like, you know, this is like a movie for guys who like movies. 
And I'm surprised so that it's not spike. like yeah. That's what I was like. This should be like on Spike or TNT or whatever channel that is that has that uh, that deal. Uh, and it feels like one of those movies that you would see on USA TNT like all the fucking time. And I don't know, maybe that's where it is these days. I don't know. I saw it in the theater and haven't really seen it a whole lot since. I got it. So uh, yeah, I mean, I would. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I think you could do worse. I think it's. Uh, I would recommend it. I think you got to, you know, it's, I, I would put it a little bit above Tom's bar of like completely average and mediocre. But again, you know, just so you know this going in, uh, a lot of that is coming from, you know, I'm, I'm taking the whole experience as like a kind of a visceral thing more than like a logical <laughs> approach to it. Because if you look at it like, okay, I'm expecting a great story. You're gonna get, I think, let down. And if, uh, if the cover art with, you know, the dragons, like, you know, big giant, fucking dragon movie, you know, killing everybody, you know, flocks of them. You're not going to get that either. But, uh, yeah. Not as advertised. Not as advertised. So this is a, <laughs> manage your expectations, film marketers. Uh, you probably got a lot of people in the theater to see it for, you know, that uh, that promise. But I think it's a, it's a well-executed action film. Yeah, well, um, I think I agree with a lot of that, but uh, I think that Reign of Fire is one of those films that is it, it looks so good and it's so uh, the production value in the image that you're seeing is so high that like you you do when it comes on your TV on one of the cable networks um, you watch it because it, it looks good there you don't have to pay attention to it. it's a good movie to watch while you're doing something else <laughs> because you, you don't really have to you know like there's not a lot of plot points that you got to figure out. It's, I think I've watched this movie a lot of times while playing video games, actually. Yeah, it, it's just, it's like, it's a comfort food, you know? Good to I mean? clean your house, by. Yeah, I've played a lot of video games. <laughs> a lot of video games. Going back to something that Colin had said earlier, like, I don't know if you were talking about this film or not, but you could take any frame of this movie and hang it on your wall, and you would get about the same story out of it. it just, but like, you know, I mean, there's... Okay, dragons. Hang a picture of dragons on the wall, and you got it. You know, a guy with a battle axe. That's what the movie is. There's nothing more. There's nothing less. It is a dragon movie, a post-apocalyptic dragon movie. Bam, that's it. You know. And so for that, I I say kudos to them. I think it's it's exactly what it needs to be. But I wouldn't go out of my way to find it if it's on USA or is USA even st- yeah USA yeah. still around <laughs> if it's on USA WGN your TBS whatever i would say watch it maybe while you're doing something else but otherwise i would say you know don't don't go to the video store or hunting it down yeah so. i mean rain of fire is not a classic by any stretch of the imagination um, for me it's it's definitely a guilty pleasure movie um, I probably watched this movie probably like 20, 30 times while like doing like EverQuest sessions or something like that. It'd just be like on in the background. I'm like, ah, fuck it, ah, yeah, playing some fucking video game and kill, you know, watching dragons. Um, for me, it's a, it's a largely a guilty pleasure movie. Like Colin said, it falls into a very specific audience. I fall into that audience of. Like, I want to see dragons battling, like, tanks. And I think one of the greatest scenes in the movie is, uh, like, Van Zandt, he, 
you know, he's got this battle axe, he does this heroic charge off the building of, like, he's gonna kill the dragon, and then the dragon eats him. It's like, it's like one of the best moments of that movie. It needs to be watched just for that. Um, the dragon design, and, and I thought the dragon design's really, really good, and they, they paint a good job of painting the, the, uh, dragon apocalypse. Yes, I agree. And, uh... That was the best part of the movie, I thought. Yeah, I mean, uh... Was the backstory. I, I think the there needs to be a, a prequel of, uh... Rain or of TV Fire. show. Reign of Fire. <laughs> Dragon Apocalypse. Yeah, because you do want to see that in live action. Even as cool as it was to see the montage, you want to see that. You want to see the dragons and, destroying the cities. And that's why I don't think, like, the individual character... This is the idea where the idea is greater than the sum of its parts. Like, the reason I don't care about their individual stories is because, yeah, I want to see how a government, a society, lives through the dragons, you know? It's not about, like, oh, I lost my daughter. I lost, You know, it's like, eh, everybody lost their fucking daughter. I want to see know, more dragons no, fucking There's no single people. person that you can, like, single out as having, like... Everybody's had someone that died, you know. Same thing with the zombie apocalypse. No use crying about it. Everybody's got the same fucking story. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I like this movie. It's, it's, I, I, I recommend it. I say seek it out. It's not a classic by any means. If you fall into the same category of you want to see dragons, you want to see them eating people. Yeah. You need to check this movie out. It's you need to mark it on the list. It's another box one for the cover. Of yeah, the box. <laughs> yeah, it's it's what it is, and it's great. It but, is what it uh, is, and it's great. Um, <laughs> you want to see dragons? You want to see them eating people? Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> Saturday Night Freak Show. Two Tom, people, comma Saturday Night Freak Show. That's yeah. on the box. Yeah, yeah I mean uh, it's. <laughs> It's still on my. All right, it. I. It still is the bar. It still is. Holy the bar. shit! Oh. All right, then. like I, I wanted to watch it to see like, has it decreased from where I originally thought it was? No, it's still the same. Ten years later, it's still the same exactly. Perfectly average. It's still like <laughs> boom. It fit what need I wanted to fit, and for that I say, I yeah, I'm glad I had this little experiment for myself. I can't say that I quite understand your bar reasoning, but, yeah, but yeah. I'm glad to see that. Hey, last up. week you fucking showed us Tango and Cash, so... Yeah, but I'm not saying that's, like, the, my yeah. bar. Hey, that you, was the quintessential. Said, yeah, quintessential you did say that was your bar. Film. You said, hey, Tango buddy and Cash Kobe. is my bar for buddy cop dramas. <laughs> no, go back and listen. I said it was <laughs> Die Hard with a Vengeance. It's it recorded. <laughs> but when you went in, before we, you watched it, you were like... Yeah, before we watched Tango Cash, you were like Tango Cash. That's like that. That's the bar. That's where. That's the no. Top, I never top used. Line, I, I never top said. Line. He's that's like, why you're you putting words in my mouth. Dude, uh, I never said bar. I never. said I remember bar. something about a quintessential buddy yeah. cop. Yeah, yeah, yeah you, you quint- said. Well, you did repeal the, your yeah, after the you movie. Said that's you where you were before your, you uh, watched it again. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then you changed. I said it breathed in all the buddy cop movies of the 80s. Because that just does happen. Like, I will watch, if if it's like, well, fucking superhero movies. I'll watch, you know, uh, what's that fucking movie with John Ritter? Uh, it's called... Uh, Zapped? No. No, <laughs> damn it, it's called Last... Uh, the Last... Um, Unicorn? No, it's not Last <laughs> American Hero. Uh, Wait, what kind of movie is it? 
It's a superhero movie about uh, John Ritter is an actor who gets a job at like there's some new superhero movie out. He's an actor that's going to dress up as a superhero, stand outside the theater and greet people. But then he goes to a store and he actually ends up stopping a crime and he gets like kind of into the fact that the news is calling him this Cat Marvel guy. Damn it, what's that movie called? I don't remember. I know, it's something like yeah, Zapped or talked, something like... I've talked to you about it before. Yeah. Hey, if, if one of our listeners know... Oh, that's right, you can get a hold of us on... We're still going. Still rec- uh, the, uh, yeah, you can get a hold of us if you know the answer to which movie. John Ritter was a super an accidental superhero. Email us at Saturday Night Freak Show at uh, yahoo.com. You can also hit us up on Twitter at Sat Freak Show. And uh, stop by our Facebook page, facebook.com slash Saturday Night Freak Show. We'll post stuff about Rain and Fire all this week that you can take home and enjoy. Uh, we're also, you can find us on our website, saturdaynightfreakshow.blogspot.com, and we've got archived episodes on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Podbay, and now TuneIn Radio. Uh, next week, we're going to find out if uh, the movie Life Force is better or Whoa. worse than Rain of Fire on I the Saturday Night Freak Show. <laughs> so that's uh, tune in next week for the time of your life. Love is a burning thing. And it makes a fiery ring Bound by wild desire I fell into a ring of fire I fell into a burning ring of fire I went down, down, down And the flames went higher And it burns, burns, burns the ring of fire, the ring of fire. I fell into a burning ring of fire. I went down, 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 and the flames went higher. And it burns, 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 the ring of fire, the ring of fire. The taste of love is sweet when hearts like ours meet. I fell for you like a child. But the fire went wild I fell into a burning ring of fire I went down, down, down And the flames went higher And it burns, burns, burns The ring of fire The ring of fire I fell into a burning ring of fire I went down, down, down And the flames went higher And it burns, burns, burns The ring of fire The ring of fire And it burns, burns, burns The ring of fire The ring of fire